Welcome to the HR Chat Show, one of the world's most downloaded and shared podcasts designed for HR pros, talent execs, tech enthusiasts, and business leaders. For hundreds more episodes and what's new in the world of work, subscribe to the show, follow us on social media, and visit hrgazette.com. Welcome to another episode of the HR Chat Show. I'm your host today, Bill Bannum. Uh, today's a pretty special episode, listeners, because we've got a bit of a superstar joining us on the on the pod today. None other than the wonderful, awesome, fantastic Mark Coleman. What? How did you get him on your show, Bill? Uh, Mark is founder and CEO of Unleash, the world's number one marketplace for human resources, learning and recruitment leaders. Mark is passionate about building global communities that imagine create and power the new world of work. Behind the scenes, Mark enjoys researching organizational design and transformation on the ideas that work and mining for the know-how that inspires intelligent action and lifelong learning. Hey, Mark, welcome to the show today. Cool. Thanks for having me. Delighted to be on the show. Mark, I'm a big fan of yours. You're a pretty cool dude. Um, Beyond my reintroduction there, why don't we start by you taking a minute or two and telling our listeners a bit more about yourself. Thank you. Um, so yes, Mark Coleman, I'm the CEO and founder of Unleash. Uh, for those of you who are not familiar with Unleash, um, we are the largest HR marketplace um, in the world. Uh, we uh, do two shows today, uh, post-pandemic. We do one in Las Vegas um, and one in Paris. Uh, we kick off the year with Vegas. And the second one is in October. Um, the two shows are, um, they're different in style. Um, I think the, the US event is more North American centric versus what we do here in Europe, which is more of a global event. Um, Paris has been running for uh, 10 years now. Um, and yeah, as I said, we, we join more of a global audience. And then behind all of this, we've got a body of content. And our job is really to understand the needs of um, or the pain and maybe the opportunities of, of what HR leaders are going through and um, deliver content against those needs. So we've got on one side, uh, you know, a strong content business coming out of the pandemic where we had to basically pivot to stay alive. Um, and we also, yeah, we enjoy, you know, the name of the game for us is, is major events. So that's what we love doing. Thanks for tuning in to the HR Chat Podcast. If you're enjoying this episode, we'd really appreciate it if you could subscribe and leave a five-star review on your podcast platform of choice. And now, back to the conversation. Excellent, thank you. And regular listeners of this show will know that I've also got a passion for community building and producing events not to the uh not to the size and extent of unleash of course um my my, my niche is uh smaller events typically 80 to 200 hr pros leaders talent pros that kind of thing so i've got lots to learn from a guy like you hey i was on your profile ahead of today's conversation mark and uh your your linkedin profile reads like you're a configuration manager at microsoft and then you jumped into unleash that's a bit of a jump tell, tell us a little bit about that story yeah so i uh, yeah that's <laughs> um so my background is actually in science so i'm a microbiologist and biochemist by trade um one of my first jobs was working for microsoft in um seattle 
um, a long time ago. And um, I guess that's where my passion for future of work was born because, you know, it was um, planets apart from, from the work experience in Ireland. Um, I, I remember, I remember just being blown away. There was kids there at the time, you know, some of the smartest kids on the planet because they were, they were going that down that route at the time of um, getting into the gaming world, <laughs> and um, and so I think it was maybe three or four years before they started launching Xbox, for example. So, um, and it just felt like a mini city and just so many wonderful personalities. My boss, who was the senior vice president at the time. Um, just as an example, again, worlds apart or very far removed from, from Irish work and culture, but just an absolutely amazing boss uh, and just full of energy and enthusiasm and just put the world of confidence into you. Um, he was also tattooed from head to toe. <laughs> and I just love the fact that somebody like that could um, be in such a senior position um, in a technology company. Oh, it was just brilliant. It was one of those um, life-changing experiences for me. So when I, um, when I came back from that job, I was kind of, how do you say, maybe bouncing on my toes. And then I, I got the itch. And so I did a lot of traveling and I fell into the world events quite accidentally. Um, I started in New Zealand working for the America's Cup, uh, which is a big yacht race, um, where I first met Larry Ellison at Oracle, uh, one of our big customers. Um, and then I segued into the world of football. So I worked for FIFA um, on the uh, World Cup football um, in Japan after that. And then I sort of fell into business events and what you were just saying there, Bill, um, events that are maybe <laughs> 80 people, um, a, a little bit more manageable, a lot more fun. So, um, and I did that for a little while and I, I suppose, again, I, I kind of fell back into my old world of science um, as a researcher and I started working on uh, researching human resources specifically across um, Central Europe and then into Nordic region, um, and then what became kind of very fashionable at the time of CEE, Central Eastern Europe and CIS. And I was working with the uh, Economist Intelligence Unit, and a few other companies like PwC and Hay Group. And so I guess that's where the bug, the bug for HR was born. Okay, very good, very good. Thank you very much. Uh, I want to make sure that we've got plenty of time in this conversation to focus on, uh, as we record this episode today, the upcoming Unleash America. And also, of course, Unleash in Paris later this year, which I'm hoping to attend myself. And maybe we can get to have a coffee or a beer together, whatever your preference is there, Mark. Um, but before, before that, let's throw a few questions at you to educate the masses okay um but let's let's challenge you to answer a couple of these in 60 seconds or less so we do have lots of time to talk about the events later on um first one in 60 seconds or less mark what hr technology trends are you most excited about right now in 2023 and why 60 seconds go um generative ai and um and hr being the intersection of, of those two and um, how it's going to completely change HR in the next two years um, and the market economy, <clears throat> excuse me, in the next five years. I'm really ex excited to see what's coming through 
and virtual reality and augmented reality, especially for the learning space. Um, Apple were meant to be coming out with some new products this year, I think, because of, again, the downturn in the economy. It's just a question of, are they going to bring it through this year or early next year? Um, and I'm loving how talents, talent intelligence platforms, people analytics has been there for the last 10, 11, 12 years, um, but at a snail's pace and it's starting to catch fire now. Um, so, you know, there's some of they're probably three of the biggest trends I'm seeing at the moment. Okay, quick follow up on, on that one then. Uh, what, what are some of those applications when it comes to the generative AI piece and how that's going to change uh, the way that HR folks work? So can you give some examples there around how AI is going to continue, for example, to influence recruiting and the and the onboarding processes as well? And, and maybe also in terms of evaluating performance of employees. I've been speaking to different guests recently about performance management and how AI will play into that. I'd love to get your thoughts. Yeah, it's, it's brilliant. On performance, it's absolutely brilliant. I, I mean, I can't name names right now, but I've seen some generative AI that you feed in performance data and it's just amazing how quickly it's, it's trying out insights at pace. And if you look at the traditional models like um, I've been saying this for 15 years, you know, we're going to go through another 10 years of performance reviews. <laughs> My HR department certainly hates me talking about this, but it's, you know, it, that's been slow. And if you look at a traditional organization with performance reviews, um, the assessments come in year end or at the beginning of the year, company sits down and crunches the data for a few months. Then by the time they punch out the results, um, it's kind of too late in terms of feeding it into the business and, and figuring out what the business needs to do. Um, by the time they start figuring it out, we're already getting into the cycle of getting ready for next year assessment, right? So, so I think the difference with generative AI is it's going to be able to, um, or it is able to um, bring insights to the table quite quickly, instantly. So, and just some of the areas you talked about there, you know, talent acquisition and, and recruitment is going to streamline recruitment processes. Uh, if you're thinking about onboarding and training, um, you've got, you know, AI powered chatbots, virtual assistants. It's just going to take all that admin work out of uh, what recruiters are having to do. Um, and just across the board. So you're, you're looking at collaboration and comms where AI is able to facilitate collaboration at just, you know, <laughs> much, much faster levels in terms of analyzing data as well and, and, and real-time translation and stuff like that. So you're able to work across borders much, much faster. Um, and workflows, workflow solutions has been kind of the big thing um, during the pandemic as well. So again, just being able to analyze people's workloads um, where prioritization meet, you know, is needed or people are in meetings for too long, the actual work is not getting done, which, which kind of leads to the big stuff on you know, what I call life-work balance. I don't go for the work-life balance piece, but the life-work balance that everyone's looking for. Um, and that, again, segues into remote working. So you know, there's, uh, there's policy around that kind of stuff, you know, tracking productivity and, and facilitating communication. So, so that, you know, HR departments are getting that, or frontline managers are getting that real-time insight into team dynamics. Wonderful. Thank you very much, Mark. Okay, let's now switch focus and uh, 
hanker down on uh, a couple of awesome events that you are, of course, involved with uh, Unleash America and then the other Unleash event, which is going to happen in Paris later this year. Um, as I mentioned a little while ago, this is something that interests me. I've been in the world of event production for a number of years. It's one of my hats that I like to wear. Um, you've been there. You've, you've done it. You've built this fantastic, very well-respected brand. In your opinion, what does it take to have a successful HR event in 2023? And what are the unique cha challenges now? So I'll give you an example of the challenge that I find uh, first, if you don't mind. Um, a challenge that I find is that a lot of people are not working from their offices anymore. Um, you know, they, 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 they've come through the pandemic, touch wood, um, but folks are not downtown, so to speak. So, for example, a lot of the events that I do are in Toronto, okay? Pre-pandemic, it was pretty straightforward to, to fill a room of, two three four hundred people um, yeah. on, the, on the larger side for, for us now it's a lot more work because 40 to 60 percent of the offices in downtown toronto don't have any people in there anymore they're, they're they're instead the employees are working remotely and they have less interest in in coming downtown what what are you finding uh, in in 2023 what what's what's uniquely challenging but also what are some of those opportunities yeah, I think that's still being figured out to be quite honest i've seen more conversations recently about getting people back to the offices um it's a real struggle for most employers they don't know what it needs to look like they're all experiencing the same pain points um you know young people are not able to young people are not able especially people that are kind of sharing houses in inner city london or or new york um they don't want to be at home working with their flatmates and they need to they need to escape they need to go into the office but not just that they the learning, they need to be surrounded by leaders, managers, people in the same jobs, people from different jobs. Um, there's a lot of learning that can't be done over, you know, Microsoft team call or zoom calls and stuff like that. So, so I think flexi work is, is, is for people who are in a certain part of their life, uh, where they have that expertise and they have that type of job design, uh, happy days, but it doesn't work in, situations where you're building new products or building new companies or departments if you're building things from scratch um, it requires a different completely different way of working which kind of lends to project management tools project management certification um, you need to be able to use tools like monday.com or miro boards and stuff like that and uh, and not everyone's familiar with that stuff so <laughs> um, i think it's more it's more complicated than it looks, but there's definitely a bit of a trend happening that's you can, kind of bucking what, I think everyone's got a desire for, for flexi and it needs to look like this, but I'm not sure it's working for all the big employers out there. So so I'm, I'm not saying I'm on the fence, but um, yeah, there's a debate for and against going on at the moment. <laughs> Okay, so you're not saying you're on the fence, but you wouldn't you wouldn't want to say one way or the other. Very good, very I, good indeed. I, um, I, I think it's for I think it's for you know it's it's for different um, layers of of management, and I think it's for yeah. yeah for young people. It's a it depends on the job design ultimately. So let's uh, let's talk a little bit about the speakers at Unleash America, if you don't mind. Uh, sure. So, wow, 
is where I'd start with that one. You've got you've got another fantastic lineup. Congratulations. Uh, some of the speakers I know and I've had them on the show, folks like Ben Eubanks, awesome chap. Others I've met and, and respect like Jerry Crispin and a whole bunch of others on your list that I'll probably tap up you and your HRs and your PR department, sorry, to see if I can get interviews with them in the future uh, because they're so awesome. Um, yeah. Can you name two or three that you're particularly excited to hear from at Unleash America? Yeah, I sure can. I mean, um, day one. Uh, so I, I think Dean Carter, um, who's ex-Patagonia. Um, I saw Dean at a LinkedIn Connect a long time ago. And uh, he's coming from Patagonia. He's going into, he's, he's moved into a company called Guild Education. Um, and yeah, I just love his way of life. I see him as a real pioneer in the HR space um and he's tackling a bunch of things the big one being purpose the idea we've had a bit of a giggle about this but you know you hr is always trying to change its name from well it was personnel then it became hr and then it was human capital and chief people officer and then chief pandemic officer and now it's the chief purpose officer um so he's he's uh, yeah he's armed to the teeth with purpose going into this event and i'm really excited to see how he kicks off the show um then we've got vivian ming uh who's somebody you wouldn't find at another hr conference but she's built a couple of hr uh tech companies previously and um she's just streets ahead of everyone else that's out there i've not we do our research i've not found anyone um on the how would you say the intersection of hr and uh generative ai i've not found anyone as accomplished as her um, so i'm really excited for her talk uh who else could i give and then there's mars conti so if you go on to ted <laughs> say no more have a look at him i think the last time he did a, ten, a ted talk was about six years ago um so he's using unleash as his platform for making that kind of noise again so so really really to have uh, really excited to have morris on and then i'd probably finish with um Callie enders and um she's she's moderating on at the end of day two she's moderating an economist panel um and we've got andrew flowers julia pollock and uh gad livingston from burning glass institute so we've got a uh, some of the best labor economists on the planet uh, talking about obviously what everyone needs to know, wants to know um, what's happening in the market economy, what's happening with jobs and stuff like this. So they'd probably be some of the highlights for me that I'll certainly be sitting into the main stage for this year. Oh, I love Andrew Flowers. I had him on the show a little while back. Um, it was a, yeah, a whole, 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 yeah, he's fantastic. Uh, we did kind of a, I think it was a, uh, I look back on 2021 and then predictions for 2022. Uh, so that, that was a little while ago. Andrew, if you're listening to this episode, let's get you back on soon, please. I think you're awesome. Um, Mark, we're almost out of time. Before we wrap up for today, how can our listeners connect with you? So maybe that's through LinkedIn. Maybe you're super cool on Instagram and TikTok and all those cool places. And of course, how can they learn more about Unleash America happening in late April and Unleash World happening in Paris later this year? Yeah, they just, uh, it's the easiest way is visit the website. It's unleash.ai. Um, you'll find everything you know, need to know about Unleash America. Uh, we're in Vegas next week. Um, next year, we're back in May. So we're moving from April to May. Um, and then Paris is simple. We're on the third week of October. 
um, for the next three years. So um, if you type in Unleash World, you'll find us very, very quickly. Perfect. Well, that just leaves me to say for today, Mark Coleman, you absolute superstar. Thank you very much for coming on this show. I'd love to get you back on again soon. But for now, thank you for being my guest. Thanks, Bill. Really appreciate it. And listeners, as always, until next time, happy working. Thanks for listening to the HR Chat Show. If you enjoyed this episode, why not subscribe and listen to some of the hundreds of episodes published by HR Gazette. And remember, for what's new in the world of work, subscribe to the show, follow us on social media, and visit hrgazette.com.